they get a turnover, right? And then we're down three. You know, we've seen this happen before. So, like, it, it, anything's possible at this point. Like, you don't stop because you keep scoring. Got to control the things you can control early. You know what I mean? It's like now we're trying to put on the afterburners, and there were a lot of, I think, just like moments where we fell outside of our offense early. And I think that's what we're paying for right now. Yeah. I think we were pretty consistent defensively. I, I mean, think you can't go wrong. Coach spending so much time in the fourth with those the other guys was a result of that lack of offense you're right <clears throat> bad night i mean like totally bad night what 23 percent from field goal range but here's the thing or from three-point range but we our defense was on point i felt like and that's what sucks is when our offense isn't on point but our defense is Thirty-five on the clock, fifteen on the shot clock. We got the trap, but no foul. Thinking about fouling, but not fouling. No foul, no foul. Ooh, we almost had the steal. One on the shot clock. Oh, no rebound. That's it. So that's game. We had the rebound, man. We had a chance. I mean, well, here's the thing. We didn't actually. Why is Barnes shooting, dude? What a dickhole. What a fucking Yo, but like, yo, just being real, dude, like that one rebound didn't cost us the game. No, I know, but we had a chance with that rebound. But like, not getting the rebound in the fourth and throughout the rest of the game. Yeah, dude. I mean, well, let's just talk about that, bro. Yeah. Let's just talk about that in general. They had 15 offensive rebounds tonight, guys. Yeah. 15 offensive boards. But that's what they do, bro. They're bullies. They in, in in a good way. They like understand what they do. They put pressure on the glass. And when they get offensive rebounds, they're really good about scoring. Yeah. How many points do they get off of offensive rebounds? I wonder. I don't I don't know. Well, but I don't have that right in front of you right probably, now. But... Probably a good 20 is my guess. Then you got um then, they they had thirty six defensive boards we had thirty three which is that's you know right on board to what we needed to be because if you look at it like our defense be, besides that we held them to twenty seven point seven percent from three point range we held them for forty one percent from field goal range these are things that we did well seventy six percent from uh, free throw range there is so many things that we can look at this game and say these all went well but if you look at the way we shot the ball at the three point range the fact that we just didn't hit some of the easy shots we usually hit, giving them easy shots in the process by the offensive boards, even though they shot horribly, their second chance points killed us. I mean, it just totally just fucked us. So these are the things that you look at and you're like, we could have gotten better. Seven points better was easy tonight. You know, that's easy. Yeah. I mean, and then you mix in some of the really boneheaded stuff that, 
kind of down the stretch, just unnecessary. And um, I would say it's, I don't want to say undisciplined. I just want to say like youth style mistakes where it's like, okay, maybe we gave him what five points on one possession. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, you know, th- another, you know, situation, you know, we give up an offensive rebound in a three. Like you said, it's not hard to put together those points. And then all of a sudden you look at our shooting percentage, 15 offensive rebounds, all yeah. that stuff. And, you know, somehow we felt like we were in it at the end. And I think a big portion of that really came down to coach went to that bench crew for a lot of the second half. Yeah. And Lindy Waters played, I would say, most of the second half. Um, we saw Jay Will is back. Coach is like, you're the man. And you said it during the time, like during the game, like Jay Will was playing better than Chet. The the ball was moving better with Jay Will out there. Um, Jay Will in his de- defense on Sabonis was making it difficult. Sabonis couldn't get around him. You know, right. like you saw the 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 value in having an incredibly wide player like Jay Will out there, and why when Chet and Jay Will figure out how to play together, it's going to be crazy, man. Yeah, before Coach went to Lindy Waters, I was saying like we need somebody like Kenny, and I even mentioned Lindy might be the guy. It's just like somebody who's out there, loved it, yeah, who's committed to making the right play no matter what. Mm. Um. I think that we're still looking for that guy. Lindy did a good job, and, and that's something Coach will keep going to him for. Yeah. But um, And Kenny could be the guy. I'm not sure when he's going to get back. But this game was a game where I just felt like having more people who made the extra pass, who understood the value of setting their teammates up, would have gone a little bit further. So obviously Coach isn't going to Trey Man right now. Uh, I'm wondering where we get that extra player. Is it just from getting healthy? Is it from maybe Poku, you know, coming along further? Um, I don't think it's going to be Jang, although coach gave him some chances, um, but not at this point in his career, not yet. You know, maybe I'm wrong, but we need another guy who just like understands how to do the right thing in the moment. Like just inherently uh, great basketball instincts. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, I still think that J-Dub and, and Chet, you know what? I want to say this for sure. J-Dub had uh, four points in the last, uh, you know, three minutes of the game. He got the ball straight to the hole, got around his guy, and put it up and in. Like, he has that finishing attributes that you want to see. Uh, still super young. And I think that's where it's going to take time is who can develop the best out of this group. Is it going to be Chet? Is it going to be J-Dub? Um, but is it going to be Josh Giddy? Right, right now, the person that has to step up more has to be Dort because he's the other older person right now. And now Dort played amazing. So he had three steals. He had two assists. He had six rebounds, eight points. But here's the thing, two for three on three-pointers and two for five for shooting. Like, we have to recognize that Dort is somebody that we could go to and that he can hit these shots because out of all the people that's been consistent recently, Dort's been the most consistent in the last three games. And I don't think that's a fluke. I think this is going to be something we see from Dort a lot this season. But, okay. I I don't know if this is possible for anybody. But, like, what's it going to take for for J-Dub to recognize that he could do what he did in the fourth 
at any time in the game. He he does. He does it in spurts, though, man. And and I think what happens is is that a lot of times when our offense is getting stale and it's stopping, the people that get hurt the most are J Dub, Josh Giddy, um, Shea. You know what I'm saying? Like whoever are the guys that aren't touching the ball are getting hurt. You know, the reason why we had this funky team out there at the very end and we had Josh Giddy and Lou Dort on the bench is because these other guys were were running the offense in such a way that was making it very difficult for the Kings to, you know, stop us. And we were able to stay up with their offense. And I think that's the kind of the key when when we're looking at this team and, and, and understanding the weaknesses that we have, right? And, and And that's one of the things that for me that there's sometimes it's blaring weaknesses. And tonight, I think it was quite obvious what our blaring weakness was. It was giving up the offensive board. You know, like we had seven more turnovers than I wanted us to have that we should have had. Um, and the offensive boards, man. You know, like, again, like we're going to have off night shooting. But if we had cleaned up those two things, we win this game by five points. So, again, bad shooting is going to happen. Um, but the lack of execution is the thing that kind of concerned me tonight. Dude, I think I'm going to go back to it. I'm just going to keep harping on it. But, like, J-Dub getting to the point where You're right by like, he understands him playing, like, playing at his maximum level throughout, like, and I'm talking, like, playing like we saw him in the fourth quarter. Like, you can't stop me. Like, I got to step on you. I'm not, like, there's just something about when he puts those afterburners on. And I think he just maybe waits too long. If we could get that play in the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. What? That Slam magazine. Yeah. Tells you everything. If you guys haven't seen that interview with J-Dub and all the rest of the guys <coughs> up there, um, I, I want to say, to me, it was the direct indication of, of how J-Dub tries to look at himself and how everybody else looks at him. When J-Dub said, I think I could beat you, Shay. And everybody is like, nah, nah, right? And J Dub's like, I think I, I think I could do that. I think I could stop you. And the thing is, is that like, here's the thing: is J Dub believes, right? But the hardest thing when somebody starts believing in themselves and when they see other people's reaction to how they are perceived, you know. And I think that's what J Dub's running into is when you, when he has a clear mind and he has nothing else that is rounds and that's making him say anything. And he has coach saying, go to the hole, go to the hole, right? He does that. Okay. But when he is concerned about this person cutting and this person going this way and all this other stuff, and it's because it's such a high pace offense and not everybody catches on right away. And I'm not saying J-Dub hasn't mastered it already because he, he really has, but there's moments that I feel that, you know, t- him taking over isn't clicked, you know, and I just, I I know it's there. I mean, you see it. He got 14 points tonight. He had one assist, one steal, um, five rebounds, but the three turnovers were the concerning part. And the other thing is, is that I feel, I feel like he should have four or five assists a night. You know, like that's what I feel because whether he's not putting the ball in a place that these guys can get it, you know, to be able to go up with a shot right away, or these guys aren't hitting the shot. I don't know what's going on. I don't know the disconnect because J-Dub is special. He passes the ball in such a unique way. Like, he has to be averaging 
that many assists. And I know it's going to click. And when it clicks, that's going to open up his scoring because of people having to guard him because they know he's going to pass the ball, like they have to guard Shea, then guess what? It's going to change everything. Like Shea gets six assists without even trying. When that happens to J-Dub, it's going to open up everything. And I think that just goes back to understanding the offense inside and out like, like Shea does, you know, and just knowing and trusting the teammates are going to hit the shot, putting the ball where it's supposed to be. And I think that that it's all about comfort with the game. And some guys, it's a year. Some guys, it's two. Some guys, it's five. I mean, it's all on his timeline. And the reality of the matter is, is that it's on his timeline and it doesn't affect our timeline because all it affects is his money line. Dude, I think as fans, like, yeah, these games can be frustrating and we want to win them all. But they're definitely, you know, learning opportunities and they're stepping stones to us getting where we want to be, which is Mm. the best team in the West. And I think it's easy to look at it and say, this guy didn't play good and this guy didn't play good. But instead, we should all try to look at, you know, what did go right and how, you know, this team is getting better and how, you know, we learned a couple of things about J-Dub as he got, you know, gets downhill and, even Giddy getting downhill, I think it was a really good game for him Appreciate finishing that. around the basket and stuff. So, like, that's what we got to focus on, and this team is going to keep getting better. And by the time they come back from this road trip out west, we're actually going to be a different team. We're going to be better. We're going to learn a lot about ourselves, and that's going to go a long way. But I definitely think J-Dub is the key to us unlocking the best part of our future because he's ready right now. I think it's about putting the ball in his hand and saying, go do it. We trust you, man. Yeah. We believe in you. I yeah. mean, that's what all of us fans do. So let's stand behind him. Let's support him. Let's buy his fucking jersey, guys, because it's let's worth it. it. We'll see you guys later. Late as fuck out here, bro. All right, guys. Enjoy we'll that, Jay, man. Appreciate you guys in the chat. Peace out.